your question is, which show would you rather watch in our dystopian future? A game show where sick people compete for necessary medical treatment <laughs> or a game show where billionaires are put into a Jeopardy-style show, but they must answer every question and they lose a million dollars for every wrong answer. Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. This was recorded live at Maggie's Lounge. We're there every Friday night at 7 p.m. It's always a good time. There's nothing quite like being at the live show, so come on down Friday night, 7 p.m., Maggie's Lounge. Hello everybody, welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. Thanks. Did he scare you? Um... <laughs> This is Jeopardy. Pick us. <laughs> Fortune. What do you What do you think is the best game show? Since that's what we're talking about today. Wheel of Fortune. Oh no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. All right. I'll tell you the best game show right now. It's a canceled game show. It doesn't happen anymore. Press Your Luck was a good one, but the correct answer is Three's a Crowd. Some of you might not have heard of Three's a Crowd. This is how the show went. Uh, do you remember the newlywed game? The husband and wife would come out, and they'd say the answer when the other one couldn't hear them, and they'd try to match answers. Well, Three's a Crowd, the husband would come out, they'd ask him a question. The wife would come out. They'd ask her the same question. And then the husband's secretary would come out, and they'd ask her the same question. So I've only watched one episode of this. It was the pilot episode. But they only asked three questions on this show. The first question was, uh, how many times have you thought about or talked about firing firing your secretary. So they asked the husband, they asked the wife, then they asked the secretary. Second question. This is where it gets a little bit dicey. What's the thing that you like best about your secretary's chair? There's only like one appropriate answer for that. It's like, oh, it's really sturdy. Like if I ever need to sit down, I know I'm fine. That's the only way that you can answer that question. The questions, the answers people actually gave to that, the husbands on this show talking about their employees, their answers were, I like the way she fills it in. And I like the way that it's warm when she gets up. Right? HR would frown upon this game. You'd just be brought into HR, and they wouldn't even, like, tell you what you did. They'd just throw that game show up on the TV and be like, you let me know when you think you fucked up. <laughs> and the, the third question was just outright, would you fuck your secretary? <laughs> That's not the language they said. If you, they said, if you knew you were going to die, the world was coming to an end, would you sleep with your secretary? And without fail, <laughs> oh the first two guys just went, yup. <laughs> And then the third guy said no, and the host went, 
And he was like, no. And then he was like, really? And he goes, no, I wouldn't do it. And he stuck with it. But it, they tried to coerce him <laughs> into the wrong answer. And to his credit, to his credit, the other two wives said yes. They know that their husband would. The third wife said no. And his secretary said no. That dude might be a good dude, but he's also the one that likes the warmth of the chair, so I don't know. <laughs> it's questionable. <laughs> huh? He, he did kiss his wife and his secretary on the lips, that's true. You have watched the clip, so. It was very, it was a very strange show. This was in the 70s, Joel, get with it, all right? Yeah, Richard Dawson was a creepy guy. We'll get into that later tonight. Uh, there's questions based on a lot of this stuff. So, um, yeah. Let's not spoil anything, Sean. Only if I feel like they need to relax a little bit. Huh? I might have been canceled. I've been canceled for a while. Um... All right, so let's start up the bracket round. First up tonight, everybody please welcome Tyler Tuttle and Wayne Mastin. Okay, Tyler, would you like to go first or second? Second? Okay, Wayne, you can pick from any category except hosts. Let's go with canceled. Okay. Your question is from Ken Green. He asks, in 1978, Chuck Barris produced the $1.99 beauty pageant, which featured less traditional beauty pageant contestants like plus-sized women and men in drag. The winner received a bouquet of rotten vegetables and a $1.99 in change. Was this exploitation or empowerment? This was definitely empowerment. Big people, ugly people, small people, they all need love too. Chuck Barris recognized that fact. And rather than allow people to throw the garbage at them, he gave the garbage to them so they could throw that garbage back at their detractors if they wanted to. He gave them $1.99 so they didn't have to beg on the street corner to get a cab fare back home after the game. It was great empowerment for those people who are not part of the great washed, but in fact are part of the great unwashed. Chuck Barris, a former CIA agent as well, in case you didn't know that, is my hero. Really, he couldn't just go up to two bucks? He's chucking pennies at these people? They've just won the worst contest of all time, and he's throwing change at their feet like they're fucking animals. That's not empowerment. That's just rude. Uh, yeah, I don't... I feel like there's not a lot of jokes I can make. I have uh, the pretty clear-cut answer. It's not nice to do this to people. <laughs> 
don't give them a bouquet of garbage. Like, I, if I did that to anyone, they would be furious. They would be more angry if there was a camera there. Just because you work for the CIA doesn't make it okay. Thank you. Working for the CIA makes everything okay, first off. Just ask them. They'll be glad to tell you. And if you don't agree, they'll kill you. Um, second off, he was much nicer to those people than he was to the people on his other famous show, The Gong Show. When people would get up with no talent, they would get up and use this giant Chinese gong and they would bang it. So if you want to talk about embarrassing people, that's where he embarrassed them. He was nice to the folks who needed to have niceness brought to them. After this show, I'll be found dead with two gunshots to the back of my head. It'll be ruled a suicide. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, it, just because you're being slightly less of a dick doesn't mean you're still not a dick. Like, there's, it's, he's still throwing garbage and pennies at people because they're like a little... Ch I don't, I'm fat. I don't need fucking pennies thrown at me. I will take an extra large t-shirt. Yeah. All right. Some real good points here. Um, it went better than I thought it would with that question. <laughs> um, so I got to hand the win here, though, to Wayne Mastin. Yay! Fun fact about Chuck Barris, when the gong show was canceled during his final uh, performance hosting there, he not only uh, flipped off the camera but also sang a live rendition of Take This Job and Shove It. So, pretty good stuff. Next up, everybody please welcome Sean Rosa and Rachel Dunbar. Okay. Rachel, your question's going to be from the wild card category either way, but would you like to go first or second? Second, please. Okay. Sean, hmm. your question is from Steve Albert. He asks, which childhood game would make a better game show? See who can stay underwater the longest or spinning in circles until you fall over? I mean, see who can stay underwater the longest. Uh would make a better game show uh, because there's more danger involved. Um, you know, it's just like, and you know what? You put money on the line in that and someone is going to die. <laughs> yes, there will be lawsuits abound. Putting, like just having someone spin around in a circle, you know, it's just like, how, how long can that run? How, how many times can you watch somebody get dizzy before you're like, just drown them? <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I think you're underestimating how dangerous spinning can be. Have you ever been on a Tilt-A-Whirl? <laughs> Two words for you, my friend. Projectile vomit. It sucks. Also, 
Also, um, here's something personal. I used to love spinning around in circles uh, when I was a kid, and I took a lot of people out. So I know from personal experience that it can be very dangerous. Also, have you ever seen someone do that dizzy, izzy thing where they do the, with the, the, the baseball bat, and then you start running? It's, it's dangerous. People get hurt. I love it. Um, also, um, black people can't swim, so we wouldn't be able to do that game anyway. So. Wait, if if you if you can't swim, then you would be perfect for that game because you just stay underwater for longest. <laughs> you, just it would be like a marathon. A Kenyan just wins every time. that, Sean, is you're cool with black people drowning. So. Okay. All right. Holy shit. Holy fuck. All right. Based Can simply, I phone a friend? <laughs> based simply on the fact that Sean did not say, and that's great. I think he's not cool with it. He's just saying... Um, that I'm it, just that telling it, it like it, it is. Oh, God. You're not helping yourself no, here, I'm Sean. Not. No, I'm not. All right. I got to hand the win here to Sean Rosa. Okay. All right. But don't forget, later we're going to talk about Italians dying. So then you'll get your comeuppance. All right. <laughs> Next up tonight, everybody, please welcome Shelly Gruenberg and Brian Sullivan. Okay, Shelly, would you like to go first or second? Um, I'll go second. Okay, Brian, you can pick from contestants, scandals, or wild card. Wild card. All right. Your question is, which show would you rather watch in our dystopian future? A game show where sick people compete for necessary medical treatment? <laughs> or a game show where billionaires are put into a Jeopardy-style show, but they must answer every question, and they lose a million dollars for every wrong answer? Mm. See... I want, in my heart, I want it to be that there's going to be a billionaire game show. But I know that emotionally what is more compelling on television is going to be watching people trying to get insulin. And I know that. <laughs> and it's just a practical thing. It's just a practical thing about making good TV. So I figure what we got to do is really just double down on it. We're going <laughs> to... We're going <laughs> to... It's going to be sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's going to make you want to kill yourself. As someone who does not have health insurance and has taken dog medicine, 
not a fan of that second one. I'll say it. You know what I do like? Being mean to rich people. I want to take the boat shoes off their feet. I want to take the tweed blazers off of their backs and the monocles off of their eyes. I'm going to be honest, I've never seen a rich person in real life. <laughs> but if Frasers taught me anything, they suck. They suck so hard. <laughs> I thought Frasier was cool. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was a really cool guy. He, had like, <laughs> he had like a cool vibe about him. He was always like a, like a substitute teacher nobody liked. <laughs> you know, I... I my my point of view is that look, I'm morally I cannot defend a TV show that kills poor people for sport. <laughs> Time. <laughs> Thank you. If I agreed with killing poor people for sport. I wouldn't be dressed like an Ed, Ed, and Eddie character right now. And frankly, Brian, I don't think you would be either. <laughs> I think uh, rich people shouldn't be allowed to vote. <laughs> and they for sure shouldn't be allowed uh, to not get their money taken on game shows. <laughs> Thank you. All right, I got to hand the win here to Shelly Gruenberg. All right, now is the time of the night where we will decide on what the last question will be this evening. Um, so I've written down a couple of questions that aren't in the rotation right now for me to read, but one of these will be the final question of the night, and you as the audience are going to make that decision. So when you hear the question that you want to hear the most at the end of the night, make some noise, clap, chair, that sort of thing. Okay. This one's from Sarah Albany. She asks, would you rather only be able to respond to people in question form or by only stating deal or no deal? Okay. This one is from John Farrell. He asks, are you going to make it a true daily double or are you going to be a coward? Okay, that one's okay. This one is from Ken Green. He asks, which would you rather have played at your funeral, the Jeopardy theme song or the Price is Right theme? Okay. That one's definitely in the lead right now. All right. Another one from John Farrell. He asks, you win a brand new jet ski on the Price is Right. Do you refuse it because you don't want to pay taxes on a jet ski or do you accept it and become lake royalty? Okay. That one's got some traction. And this one's from Stephen Archer, who's currently out of the room, but he wants to know, who is sex who's the sexier game show host, Bob Barker or Sean Carter? I don't want to ask that one. Bob Barker's dead, right? He's still alive? 
Uh, all right, I'll go head to head with a 97 year old. Let's do it. I, I still think the Jeopardy or Price is Right theme is the best one for the end of the night, though. You guys want that one, Price is Right or Jeopardy Funeral? Yeah, that sounds like a good one. Okay. Um, all right, let's start round two. We're down to eight comics, so uh, let's start it up. Everybody, please welcome Wayne Maston and Matt MacArthur. Okay, Wayne, would you like to go first or second? I'll go first again. Okay, you can choose from contestants or scandals. Contestants, please. All right. Your question is, um, who would you rather see win a million dollars on a game show? Your best work friend or your most recent ex? Well, since I'm already sending a lot of money to my most recent ex's wife, my ex's way, I don't think I want her to get any more money. And so I'm going with my best work friend because he and I are buds. He knows that I'm down on my luck. He knows that I don't get to go out and do much partying anymore. But now that he's a millionaire, he'll be able to take me everywhere. We are going to go on vacations and we are going to party. And when we come back, I'm going to be able to walk up to my ex and I'm going to say, just came back from the Bahamas. Not you. Eat it, babe. I really want my most recent ex to win $1 million. Because have you ever seen what happens to people who win the lottery? They die immediately. And my most recent ex, that means she would win today, actually, because <laughs> I'm drinking more than usual. You guys can't notice because I drink a lot anyway. But yeah, I want her to get all of it, and I, I would be the first one to congratulate her. I'd be like, do you know what you should do today? An entire kilo of Coke to the face <laughs> right now. You and the guy. I like the guy, actually, so he, he's cool. But you, you do that. And uh, no, he's a great guy. He is. He honestly, I, I mean, I don't even blame her. But I still do want her to go out spectacularly face down on a pile of coke. Well, that may be true in most cases, but my ex does stuff just to spite my sorry ass. And she's going to continue to live and live and live. She could make a million, she could make 10 million, and she would continue to live and walk up and Snap it at me. See that million? I got it. You don't. And she's going to do that for the rest of her life and the rest of my life. So it ain't going to happen that she's going to die young. Uh, all right. Well, we date very different people. <laughs> my best work friend is a good guy, and he's doing okay. And I don't want to wish something terrible like a million dollars on his family because he's doing okay. And I, he does... He does have a propensity to party too hard, and I know it would be bad for him. But so does she, and I know it would be bad for her. Yeah. And that's what I meant. I know, it's real serious up here tonight, folks. Real serious. But anyway, uh, time? Yeah. All right. I got to hand the win here to Matt MacArthur. All right. 
Okay. Next up, everybody, please welcome Emily Mame Ford and Sean Rosa. Okay. Uh, Emily, would you like to go first or second? Okay. Sean, you can pick any category except for scandals. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick canceled since I'm already Marty that, I guess. Yeah, you are I mean a fine line right now. I mean, at least uh, at least Emily's up here so I can't say anything. Well, maybe I can say something racist. Time. Um, I'll go with I'll go with hosts. Okay, hosts. hosts. This is uh, this one is from Ken Green. Oh, Ken no. Green. Maybe it was from Zach Jones. Why didn't I write a? I didn't write a name Who? down on this. But the the important thing is that I did not write this question. I just need you all. You're, to know you're that. absolving yourself of blame right now. I am. Okay, Sean. Your question is: Who's the hotter co-host? Zach Jones, everybody. Oh. Oh no. Who's the hotter co-host, Vanna White or the Whammy? I don't even know what the Whammy is, but that sounds fucking hot. Get it in me. Vanna White, I don't need to know how to spell the fuck. No. If there's anything that, it, that makes me hot and attractive, it's that I can't read. Have you ever seen Vanna White's arms? <laughs> all she does is flip tiles all day long, and she does it well. Am I right? Yeah. She can flip more things than tiles. Yeah. Like people. To fuck them. Maybe to peg them. Am I right? Yeah. Call back from Monday. No one gets it. Um, and also, I'd like to say that you could potentially be racist to me because I'm from New Hampshire, and I don't know. You might call that out, and maybe Vanna is too, and we can talk about it. Also, Vanna's last name is White, so he is racist. He didn't pick her. Um. I think just by the fact of you being new, from New Hampshire, you're automatically more racist than me. So it doesn't matter what I've said or what I've done. You've, you've, you're living free and dying. Um, Vanna White, I don't want to be flipped. I want to be whammed by George Michael and Andrew Ridgely or whatever his name is. I want a whammy. Last Christmas, I got a whammy. And this Christmas, I'm going to get another whammy. This Christmas, I'm getting Vanna White. Yeah! She's so hot. She's blonde. She's like 85, but she looks 12. I don't know. That's bad. <laughs> I don't want her to look 12. <laughs> yeah, I get that I lose. But I'm at like 20. <laughs> But anyways, who the fuck is way on me? I don't know. No one wants to fuck Time. someone they don't know. Yeah. All right. It was like a race <laughs> to the bottom. 
First of all, the last thing we need is, the is two white people on the stage the arguing over who's less racist. Uh, <laughs> secondly, saying a 12-year-old is hot is not... Okay. I gotta hand the win here to Sean Rosa. Listen, she's from New Hampshire. They're allowed to say 12-year-olds are hot up there. All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome Shelly Gruenberg and Nick Palladino. Hey, Shelly, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Nick, you can pick from canceled, contestants, or wild card. Go with contestants. Okay. Your question is... Which game show would you rather participate in? Supermarket Sweep, where the contestant that fills their cart with the most expensive items. You have. Is it still loud? Yeah, you're fine, yeah. That was an entirely different show. Wait, what? Okay. It's not rigged. She doesn't even know which side she has to get. Okay. Which game show would you rather participate in? Supermarket Sweep. Do you guys know Supermarket Sweep? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Contestants fill, they run around the supermarket, fill their cart with as much stuff as they can. Whoever has the most expensive cart wins, and then they get to come back every week as long as they win. Or Spelling Bee, where you spell words. <laughs> uh, I got to go with the Supermarket Sweep. It is the time of year. It's that Christmas time coming up. So many families need food. I want to rub it in their face how much food I can get. <laughs> Just keep, I'm going to take all, like, I'll specifically go for the, like, the afford, things that are more affordable and just get more of them to keep it out of their hands. <laughs> and then maybe I'll, I'll, my conscience will make me donate the food to charity possibly afterwards. But, uh, you know, uh, maybe I'll get diabetes as, like, a, uh, you know, uh, punishment from God if I do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, I've been clear on my stance on how I do not know how much any food costs. <laughs> but what I haven't been clear on is my literacy. That's right. Mama can spell. Uh, I can spell... Uh, uh, Let's not get into the semantics of who can and cannot read. Let's get into the semantics of how much I hate supermarkets. First of all, every time I go, no hot people there. Let's talk about it. Am I going to the wrong supermarkets? Yeah? Whole Foods? Do I look like a class trader to you? I'm not going to go to fucking Whole Foods. I go to Half Foods, <laughs> like an ally. <laughs> so, uh, so, I mean, I've noticed many, you have to have low standards when you go to like a lower income grocery store, but there's still, there's still lots of, uh, you know, very handsome women there, you know. You know uh, <laughs> you might have, uh, you know, you might have to pay for the date, but uh, you'll probably get lucky there. <laughs> and I want to reiterate that I am pro-anti-homeless. <laughs> That's my stance. 
My favorite thing about that answer was how I have no idea what your politics are. <laughs> I have no clue where you stand, but I know where I stand, and that's against grocery stores. Um, listen, if I have to walk more than 15 feet, I'll have an asthma attack. We know this. This is fact. You've heard me breathe next to you in this very room. <laughs> All through the mouth, none through the nose. I'm not in shape enough to Time. do Superman. All right. The winner of this round is Shelly Gruenberg. Okay. We're down to the final four here. We've got four contestants left on the show. So, next up, everybody please welcome... Trisha D'Onofrio and Matt MacArthur. Okay, Trisha, would you like to go first or second? I think I'll go second. Okay, Matt, you can pick from canceled or wild card. Let's do canceled. All right. Your question is, which game show that only lasted one season would you like to compete on? Three's a crowd, which I feel like I described earlier. You come out, and your spouse comes out, and your secretary comes out, and you have to try to match answers. Jesus. Or are you hot, where judges tell you if you're hot? Oh, man. I think I have to go with are you hot. I'm fine being judged. You're all fucking doing it right now. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I work in an office, but I no longer have a spouse, and I've never had a secretary. I don't have anybody to link up answers with. That would be a really pathetic thing where I show up, and I'm like, it's just me. Does anyone want to talk to me about things? And they're like, no, you lose automatically. But the are you hot or not thing, I'd be like, fine, tell me what I look like, and cool, I've been on Facebook, I don't give a shit. I posted my comedy headshot, it got no likes, it's fine. I don't give a shit about this at all. So, yeah, I'm fine. What people think of me doesn't matter to me at all, which sounds weird, but like as a comedian, but I don't care. I don't care if you laugh. I don't care if you like my face. I don't care if you... I, it doesn't matter. But the other show would be really boring if it was just me. And they were just like, yeah, so your ex-wife can talk Time. about you. Like, Guys, I feel kind of privileged right now because I do have a secretary. <laughs> Not to brag, but like it's one of the perks of being a teacher. <laughs> so, um, obviously, Three's a Crowd is hot because it makes your spouse be like, are you fucking your secretary? And um, the 60-year-old woman named Ruth Ann from Dorchester will definitely say no, but she's adorable. All right, guys, so I just want to know, am I hot? I got a no, I got a yes, I got a hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, you know what? I do care what people think. 
It turns out I do. And I appreciate every one of you who clapped. And I, I got a couple of eye rolls, and that's great. <laughs> but I love them all. I'm going to remember every one of you. Guys, beauty is super in the eye of the beholder. Thank you, Lloyd. Thank you. Thank God. Respect the ladies, please. Um, also, it sounds like um, Are You Hot is rather a shallow game because I don't need somebody to tell me if I'm hot or not. Um, I just know because uh, people either pretend they can't see me or they'll acknowledge me. And that's all I Time. need. Time. That's all I need. <laughs> all right. Uh, another very close one, but I got to hand the win here to Trisha D'Onofrio. All right. Next up, to find out who's going to face Trisha in the finals, everybody please welcome Shelly Gruenberg and Sean Rosa. Okay, Shelly, your question's going to be from Wildcard either way, but do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Sean, your question is, if you could only be one of these things, would you rather be, would you want to be a millionaire or smarter than a fifth grader? I mean, uh, I would rather want to be a millionaire because if there's anything I know about rich people, it's that most of them are not smart. They're, they inherit their money from their parents for the most part. Yeah, so I get to, if I, if I become a millionaire, I don't have to learn how to read. I get to be not smarter than a fifth grader still, and I get to make horrible financial decisions that affect the lives of everyone around me for the negative I get to be like, hey, do you know who my dad is? And it's Regis Philbin. Yes. Sean, your illiteracy will not spare you the guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> you think that just because you can't read, I'm going to like you? You're a millionaire. You know what? I wish I was smarter than a fifth grader. Because... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because, you know, if I was smarter than a fifth grader, I'd probably be a millionaire. <laughs> the way I see it, the only thing that's stopping me from a billion dollars is long division. <laughs> and once I get that shit figured out, oh, it's going to be uh, Mr. Shelley to you. <laughs> So, because, wait, 
Because I'm a millionaire, I'm going to be executed in the communist revolution, but you want to be a billionaire? That doesn't sound like fifth grade plus math to me. <laughs> Guys, I cannot read. Um, I do not know how much a million dollars is. Time. As someone who is very familiar with how much a million dollars is, because I think about it all the fucking time when I remember I have three cavities right now. <laughs> I get pretty irritated when people say that they're millionaires. I don't know. I wish I had, like, insurance or, like, a bed frame or, like... <laughs> Or like a computer that wasn't full of porn robots. Time. <laughs> All right, I gotta hand the win here to Shelly Gruenberg. Okay. So our final matchup of the night will be Shelly Gruenberg and Trisha D'Onofrio. Okay. So, um, Shelly, do you want to go first or second? I'll go, I'll go second, Sean. Okay. So, Trisha, your question is from Ken Green. He asks, which would you rather have played at your funeral, the Jeopardy theme song or the Price is Right theme song? I've got it. <laughs> I'd like to have the Jeopardy theme song, and here's why. Because it's a waiting song, you know, while you're thinking, and people can literally be waiting to watch my body fly up to heaven. <laughs> and if that's not Christianity, I don't know what is. I wouldn't want uh, the Jeopardy play theme song playing during my funeral because there's no time limit on how long it takes to mourn all this. Um, you know, like, I want the Price is Right theme song to play because I would love to know who's paying for my fucking funeral. <laughs> Don't just lay me in a ditch with quarters over my eyes. I want a casket. I want a church. I want a little bit of theater, which is why the Price is Right theme song is just fine. It's a little too dancey, though, don't you think? It's like dun 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 dun. Definitely not death a death tune, you know. In fact, it sounds like they didn't really like you that much, and they're celebrating your death. Yikes. <laughs> With your comforting librarian energy, that threat was really unsettling. <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, it, it, no one at my funeral liked me. It's all my uh, skateboarding ex-boyfriend and coworkers I hated. <laughs> you know, keep your friends close and keep the people you're still nice to because you're weak closer. <laughs> That's what I always say. All right. 
Well, as you all know, there's no way that I could choose the winner on this last debate of the evening. So I need you all to go into the Pick a Side Stupid Facebook group. And there's a poll at the top of the group. You can pick Trisha D'Onofrio or Shelley Gruenberg. So now looking at the poll, you guys voted for your winner this evening. And your winner tonight, voted on by you, the people, is Shelley Gruenberg. So... Thank you all so much for being here. Uh, next week we have uh, uh, our Christmas show, so I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna bring gifts. Yeah, we're gonna bring gifts for everybody that's on the show, and uh, it's gonna be a great time. We're here every Monday at 8 p.m. and every Friday at 7 p.m. So please come back and see us again sometime. Good night, open mic Monday nights, 9 p.m. Thanks everybody. Good night. was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. All right, that's our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to lend us some support, head on over to our Patreon page. You can become a patron for just five bucks a month. We put up about four of these episodes every month, so that's uh, only like a buck and a quarter a show. All right, congrats to Shelly Gruenberg on winning this week. And if you ever get a chance to come down to the live show, we're at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy every Friday night at 7 p.m. We have shows there on Monday nights at 8 p.m., and we have stand-up comedy shows at the Poor House in Boston every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. So come out and see us sometime. <laughs>